Welcome to the Fantasy Football Show. Now, unlike uh, some other organizations, we do allow copious amounts of drinking here. The show to tune to for fantasy football knowledge. So if any of you took Doug Martin early, there are flasks over there on the table. It's the Fantasy Football Show with Jeff Meller. Dear Lord, please help homeless friends understand that make-believe computer football is no excuse for using the internet to be mean. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN 1000, ESPN Chicago app, and 100.3 HD2. It is week 11. Of the NFL season, I am Jeff Meller, and this is the Fantasy Football Show here on ESPN 1000. As always, brought to you by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views. If you're new to the show, this is where, if you have a fantasy football question or dilemma, it is your opportunity for the next hour to try and sort it out with me. You can give us a call at 312-332-3776. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. You can also watch us on Twitch. We're up and live at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Join the conversation. Follow us on Twitch right there. You can see me and my man J.R. Strauss as we are getting set for a pregame show live from the points bet out in Prospect Heights this afternoon. That will be from actually this morning from 10 to noon. But uh, before we do that, at 10, we are going to be here for you again, the Fantasy Football Show, every Sunday morning during the football season from 8 to 9 a.m. Let's get it underway. It's time to get things underway on the Fantasy Football Show. Jeff Miller gets it going with first and 10. This is where I run through the key injuries that you need to be aware of and apprised of for. The noon kickoffs, and of course all day long, the inactives usually roll in right around 10.30, so this is always with the caveat. While I'm giving you the information that we have, the most up-to-date, just make sure that you're always confirming that they are active if we go through them today. Here we go. Mark Ingram sets to the right. Jackson wants to throw, has all day, going deep, down the middle of the field, looking for Hollywood Brown. He's got him! Dolphins 30, leg race 20, and he's going to score! Hollywood Brown, his second touchdown on his second catch in the NFL. 83 yards, and the Ravens are on fire. All right, highlight there, courtesy of WBAL. Marquise Hollywood Brown already been ruled out for today's game. The, of course, big one there also is the fact that Lamar Jackson is on the passing end of that touchdown. And Lamar Jackson right now, per Adam Schefter and a source, is a true 50-50 game-time decision. He has an illness, non-COVID, but that obviously is huge. Lamar is a must-start quarterback for any fantasy football player out there. So if he's on your roster, you're going to have to wait it out and see if he's active. We will have all that information for you at 1030 when the inactives roll in. But right now, it sounds like there's a true possibility that he will not be the starter. And if that is indeed the case... I am a bit skittish about a lot of the Baltimore options. Don't know just how good I feel about using Mark Andrews or Rashad Bateman. If Lamar is active, I'm okay using him. But, um, you know, the running backs I think are still in play, especially if Lamar is out. Latavius Murray returns or should return today for them. And Devontae Freeman has been running really well. And now with Le'Veon Bell out, 
of the mix that maybe frees up the opportunity to use those two primary running backs. So it makes them a little bit more appealing for fantasy purposes. On the other side of the ball... Fields throws! Got his guy! Allen Robinson down the sideline! And we'll see where they spot him out. On a third down and two, it's a pickup of 39. All right, and so this is probably... If anything, a relief more than anything because at this point, Allen Robinson listed as doubtful. doesn't look like he's going to be available for Justin Fields today. So with the season that Allen Robinson has had, this makes it pretty easy to go ahead and leave him on your bench. Even if for some reason he ends up being active, I think the fact that he's banged up is just all the more reason to go ahead and turn to other options at the receiving position. On to Dallas. Dallas spreads him out a bit. They fake the run. The pass is caught. Cooper off to the races for the touchdown. All right, so Amari Cooper has been ruled out not just for this week's game, but also for Thursday's Thanksgiving affair as he has been placed on the Cowboys' COVID-19 list. So Amari Cooper is not available today, which means that Michael Gallup, who just returned a few weeks ago, is looking like a very enticing play for fantasy purposes against a Kansas City Chiefs defense that is certainly, um, shall we say, gettable, if nothing else. And you know what, uh, Tyler, let's, uh, let's go to the other aspect of that game and the Chiefs returnee. This offensive line eat right now by the down. The Holmes, whoa, underhanded toss for the touchdown, Edwards Elaire. And put it on the highlight reel. All right, so Clyde Edwards-Elaire has been removed from the injured reserve list. He is slated to come back for the Chiefs today, which makes him a viable option for most people because obviously we know running back in fantasy football is such a wasteland. It's so hard to find somebody productive. I will say I do think Daryl Williams has proven that he is at the very least on par with what Edwards-Elaire can do. I'm not feeling great about using Edwards-Elaire, but I understand the running back 11 a dilemma that most people have in fantasy football. So I can understand it. We'll talk through, I'm sure a lot of people considering him as an option. Don't feel great about using him today. Would like to kind of see how he plays before I put him in my lineup, but I understand. So we'll talk people through that today. Also, Daryl Williams, I'm not necessarily just removing him from the lineup. If you've been using him and relying on him, I'm sure the touches will come down a bit, but you saw him make a brilliant catch against the Raiders last week to go ahead and basically what, could have been an interception for Pat, Patrick Mahomes on Sunday Night Football. You saw Daryl Williams go up and make a hell of a catch. I think Daryl Williams has proven that he is, at this point in the NFL, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's equal in terms of production. So I think Williams is somebody who you can continue to re- rely on and feel comfortable using, at least for this week. I think they're probably more likely to split touches than anything else. All right. To Philadelphia. What's going on here is is that there's growth under the soil. I, I, I put a picture of a, a flower up, right, and that it's and it's coming through the ground, and the roots are growing out. And the only way the roots grow out every single day, and they grow stronger and they grow better, is if we all water, we all fertilize, we all do our part. Look at yourself first, and, and know if are you are you watering and are you fertilizing every day. Yes, that was way back in October when Nick Sirianni showed you his green thumb and made us wonder if he was a better gardener than head coach. But but the last three weeks, he's actually proven that he is a pretty good football coach, and that was without Miles Sanders, who is returning today. The question is, was it just coincidence 
that the Philadelphia Eagles running game all of a sudden took off the moment Miles Sanders had to leave due to injury? Or is it, in fact, because Miles Sanders was removed from the running game and backs like Boston Scott and Jordan Howard maybe see the hole a little bit better, don't dance nearly as much, and just hit it and go? It's a fair question. Miles Sanders is going to be back today for the Eagles, so I don't think you can really feel good about using Boston Scott or Jordan Howard, certainly. Although, the way they've played, I wouldn't be surprised if they themselves see some touches. I don't love using Miles Sanders right now, but again, kind of like in that Clyde Edwards-Alaire situation, if you are desperate, I can see the argument, but Honestly, I would kind of like to wait and see, if at all possible, on the usage of Miles Sanders before we go ahead and use him in our lineups. All right. We, you know what? We can skip. Elvin Kamara is out again. We don't have to play that highlight, uh, Tyler, because we are short on time here in this first segment. I want to get to all the guys. Kamara out again. That is probably, I think, best for fantasy owners. You hate to lose him this week, but... What you want is for him to get that knee healthy and ready to go. So with him out, that means Mark Ingram is viable yet again. Tony Jones is coming off of injured reserve. He will also be in the mix, although I think they will still continue to lean heavily on Mark Ingram. Maybe he won't see as many touches that he saw, as he saw last week, and, but I'm certainly not starting Tony Jones just yet. But uh, Kamara out yet again for the New Orleans Saints. On to the Niners' backfield. It is Mitchell pushing the pile. And touchdown 49ers, and they've taken the lead for the first time. Uh, It had to be against the Bears, huh, Tyler? You picked that highlight. Elijah Mitchell is going to, well, he's doubtful today. It doesn't look like he's going to play. He has not officially been ruled out for the 49ers, but... All signs pointing to him being inactive today. Again, as I always throw out that caveat, make sure you check it, though, before you go ahead and make a move on it. But it looks like Elijah Mitchell will be inactive, which I think is good news for Jeff Wilson, who last week returned from injured reserve and was productive and actually was out in the backfield for before Elijah Mitchell was. Now, I don't know if that was a product of Mitchell being banged up himself. He's got he's had a shoulder injury. He's got a broken finger now. So he's had multiple injuries that he's been dealing with. I'm not sure if it's just the fact that because Mitchell was banged up, that's why Wilson got the first run with the first team. But Mitchell actually outsnapped Wilson last week. But I think the biggest surprise for a lot of fantasy owners out there is the reality that Debo Samuel was in the backfield a lot, a lot last week for the 49ers. Now, you're obviously starting Debo Samuel. He's proven that he is a dynamic playmaker when healthy, so he's in your lineup. But the fact that he received five carries and had 34 rushing yards last week and really did look like a beast in the back backfield, I'm not sure they're going to be moving away from that anytime soon, which is, you know, very disappointing for Elijah Mitchell owners, but I think makes it difficult to necessarily trust Jeff Wilson that he's going to go ahead and slot right in as a you know a one-for-one one replacement for what Mitchell has done so far this year. I think if you're desperate, you can go ahead and use Wilson, assuming Mitchell is out, but I don't feel great about the fact that he's necessarily going to step in and give you the exact production that Mitchell was giving us prior to Debo Samuel being featured in the backfield last week. On to Monday night. Right across the middle. So, A, B, 
Whether or not he's vaccinated, we do not know. There's obviously the reports that he obtained a fake vaccination card. That obviously will be something we monitor throughout the season, although the Bucks have come out and said that they are aware of no discrepancies, so they believe him to be vaccinated. We shall see what happens with that. But more importantly, that injury, that foot injury that's been bothering him, that has had him in a walking boot, is going to keep him out yet again this Monday. So Antonio Brown will not be available for Tom Brady, although he does get back Rob Gronkowski, apparently, it looks like Gronk is going to be a go. So if you're in need of tight end help and you've been waiting out Gronk, it looks like he's going to be available for Brady on Monday night. Chris Godwin should be available as well. Uh, on the other side of the ball for the New York Giants, the big question is Saquon Barkley. Is he going to be back? Listen, he's questionable. It's a Monday nighter. There are positive signs surrounding Saquon Barkley, and he's such a dynamic player. And running back, again, is, is so difficult to fill. I can understand why you might wait it out. I think, hopefully, if you're a Barkley owner, you have Devontae Booker, and so maybe, just maybe, you can actually wait this one out. If you don't have Booker, though, and you're waiting on Saquon, all I can do you is reading the tea leaves. It sounds like Barkley's going to play, but it's a Monday nighter, so it's going to be hard to commit to him if you don't have a backup option because a zero and an inactive you know, an inactive uh, status for him is on the table because he has not officially been, uh, we have not officially been told that he is back. All right, there are all the key injuries for today's slate of games and tomorrow as well. I'm Jeff Meller. This is the Fantasy Football Show on ESPN 1000. 312-332-3776. Your call's next. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. He's listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. It is the Fantasy Football Show on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller here every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. helping you set your fantasy football lineups. Of course, I failed to mention in the first segment, but uh, chatting over J.R. Strauss. Don't forget, of course, during the break, uh, the L.A. Rams and the Denver Broncos are both on by this week. Uh, I was So as J.R. and I were talking about that, I was amused because Field Yates just sent out the tweet. Um, waking up this morning, realizing that you're, you cannot have uh, Cooper Cup in your fantasy lineup today, but also remembering that you won't be facing him in any of your other matchups. And I think for a lot of folks out there, that hits very close to home. Uh, I am Jeff Meller again, 312-332-3776. All right, here we go. Let's get after it now. Let's try my man Scott, who is in Merrillville. Scott, you are on ESPN 1000. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Great show as always. Hey, thanks, um, I want to... I want to know, I got Rashad Bateman, so this is PPR, Sure. but I got Rashad Bateman and Darnell Mooney. Right now I favor Bateman mm-hmm. in my slot. The other uh, situation is I have Antonio Gibson, but on the bench I have Deontay Foreman, and I like Gibson, but now mm-hmm. my mind is playing tricks on me, so that's why I'm calling. <laughs> so I'm with, like, listen, Scott, I haven't mentioned him yet, but I, I like the, uh, I'm with you, Deontay Foreman had... A couple nice plays last week, and it certainly seems like you could see a path for him 
becoming not like the f- exclusive feature back, but I could see him certainly usurping Adrian Peterson as the main ball carrier. And so I, I like the idea, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm keeping Gibson in the lineup until you're okay. absolutely sure that Foreman is the guy because that's kind of just speculation right now. You know, and Gibson ran better last week, so I think you feel better about him right now. Um, and then Bateman versus Mooney, this for me is pretty easy. It all comes down to whether or not Lamar plays. If Lamar plays, then I'm using Bateman because, you know, without Marquise Brown, I, you know, I like what I've seen from Bateman. I think in a PPR format that plays to his strength. So as long as Lamar is active today, which we'll tell you more at 1030 on the pregame show, the points, but pregame show when it gets started and we have when we have the inactives in. But if Lamar is playing, I'm using Bateman. If Lamar is out and all of a sudden Tyler Huntley is the starter for the Ravens, then I'm going to go ahead and use uh, Darnell Mooney. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. All right, thanks for the call, Scott. Again, uh, 312-332-3776. Let's try Jim, who is in Barrington with a quarterback dilemma. Hey, Jim. Hey, good morning, Jeff. Love the show. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. Uh, yeah, I've got three uh, three pretty good options at quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. Just been kind of back and forth on it. I've got uh, Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, and then Tom Brady. I've been kind of back and forth between Dak and Josh Allen this week, but what do you suggest? Yeah, so my initial thought was I'm definitely going to go ahead and use Josh Allen of the options there. I think the uh, Colts secondary can be beat. Um, the one thing about the Chiefs, too, and or I'm sorry, the Cowboys playing the Chiefs, is that I do fear that the Cowboys, you know, they like to run the ball. And so I do, you know, it's hard for me when you have such great options and alternatives there to go ahead and and lean on Dak because it looks like the Cowboys, when they have the opportunity, are going to lean on the run game. And with the Chiefs' defense, I'm, I ha- or with the Chiefs' explosive offense, I still think the Cowboys are going to do their best to keep the Chiefs' offense off the field. So that limits it for me for Dak. And I just, uh, Josh Allen with the Colts matchup there, I like that. Although I, I got to say, Jim, you have to be shopping one of those quarterbacks and trying to upgrade your a, a different spot where you need help, man. That you, you got to find a, a deal. Even if I, I would say this. Even if it's not the perfect deal for you, I would still consider moving one of them so you rid yourself of the headache. It, it's fine having two, but having three each week is just, you know, it'll drive you crazy. Yeah, absolutely. It has been the case. So, yeah, I appreciate the, the advice. No problem, Jim. Thanks for the call. Let's go on out to Ali, who is in Rogers Park. Ali's a regular. What's going on, Ali? Hey. Hey, Jeff. Hey. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, hey, man. So I have a QB dilemma right now as well. Mm-hmm. I have Lamar Jackson, but I'm not sure if uh, if he's going to start. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got I have Aaron Rodgers, and I also was able to pick up Cam Newton. Okay. Uh, not sure what I should do. And um, my wide receivers, uh, I had Antonio Brown and uh, Amari Cooper. So I picked up A.J. Green. Not sure if there's anyone else that you'd recommend. Uh, I love the and, show, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, Ali. Uh, and so you need two QBs of those options, right? Correct. Yes. All sir. right. Yes, so sir. and and that makes it you know that makes it easy because obviously we're starting Lamar. I, you know I think as long as Lamar is active, Ali, you have to use him because if he's avail out there and available for the Ravens, then I'm going to assume he's going to be productive enough, especially considering when the other option is going to be Cam who, you know, will be making his first start for the Panthers. And even though he looked really good at the goal line last week, um, that's always going to be there for him. But uh, I, I'm going to be reluctant to use Cam if I don't have to. And with Rodgers, I know the toe injury is going to be something that's going to bother him. He's going to have to play through the pain. But the reality is that, you know, I'm going to have to watch closely and have Rodgers show me that there's a reason not to use him. So I would use Rodgers and, and again, Lamar as long as he's active, Ali. Um, in terms of receivers, I will run through some of the lesser-owned guys. I'll do that in maybe five or six minutes. I'll, pick, I'll make a quick short list for folks during the commercial break, and I'll uh, 
give that to you in about, let's say, let's call it 10 minutes from now, Ali, for all the folks out there who might need some wide receiver help. Let's try Pete, who is in Lockport. Petey! Hi. Hey. Hi. So I have Brian Ayuk from San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I have Tony from the Giants, and I have Crowder from uh, uh, the Jets, and it's a PPR. I have Cup, and he's off. Okay, so and you need two of those guys, right? I need two of them. So I will say I definitely would use Brandon Ayuk. I, you know, the truth is that his snap count has been trending in the right direction for the last four weeks now. He's been out there, if not more than uh, Debo Samuel, in terms of uh, snap count and route, route, routes run. So I, I think I would definitely use Ayuk of those options. Then for me, Pete, it's all about you want to go safety or you want to go you know, home run hitter. Tony is the guy who's got the upside. But if you want to play it safe and, you know, try and bank those six to eight points because of your matchup, then Crowder's the play. So for me, it's really you have to look at your matchup there and determine do you want to go safe with Crowder or swing for the fences with Tony. And really, I think you got to kind of break down your matchup on that one. Let's try Mike, who is in Mount Prospect. Hello, Mike. Good morning, man. Hey, top of the morning to you, Jeff. Uh, Before we begin, uh, what's happening with Kyler Murray? I have no options this afternoon. Oh, no. You have no options? Listen, it looks... No, I got, I got Stafford, who's on a bye. Oh, boy. And Listen. literally, I'd have to go with Roethlisberger or the, the Giants quarterback uh, Monday Jones. night. Yeah. Um, so, honestly, Mikey, I think I would play Daniel Jones. Hey, like, like pick him up and grab him and put him on the roster because right now, it really... Or, or if you can... I guess it's... Uh, I guess you can wait on Kyler... Just a little bit. You don't have to make the move until because it's a three twenty five game. So you don't have right. to make okay. the move. You don't have to make the move. Like, but make sure you have the rock, roster flexibility. Because I'll be honest, it. I'm not confident right now that Kyler's going to go. It's not, we already know Hopkins has been ruled out, but it looks like Kyler Murray. Right. Good, I think there's. I think there's a pretty decent chance that they rest him one more week because they have the bye in week twelve. So I know. I know. It, it makes all the sense in the world if there's if he's showing. Any lingering yeah. effects to like sit him out for one more week and then he gets two full weeks. So I, I honestly think there's a good chance Kyler Murray does not play today. Okay, here's my question: full PPR. Mm-hmm. I got Michael Pittman at Buffalo, the number one defense against the uh, wide receivers, but I think Buffalo is going to score a lot, so they're going to have to pass uh, the Colts. That is, I picked up ten days ago Jeff Wilson. I feel pretty good about him. Not maybe not as much as you. And then I've got Elijah Moore uh, at home with the New York Jets uh, against Miami. Mm-hmm. Need one of those so, for my play. Yeah, I would definitely cross Elijah Moore off. It definitely comes down to Pittman versus Jeff Wilson for me, Mike. Uh, that you know that Jacksonville matchup looks pretty good for Jeff Wilson. I'm just a little bit reluctant because of the, how much they used Debo Samuel last week. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Uh, right. and Pittman is a solid player. I personally would use Pittman, Mike, because. You know, listen, it's we, we've talked about it. I've, I've said it time and time again, right? The Shanahanigans, right? You know you're going to get them with right. Kyle. You never know. Look, look, this might be the week we see Trey Sermon. And so until um, Wilson goes out there and gets a full workload, I feel a little bit reluctant, especially when you've got a great option in Michael Pittman. It's PPR, so you know he should. he's usually good for four, four to five catches minimum in that offense yeah. these days. So I would play it safe with Michael Pittman, who is their top receiving option, Mike. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, as always, Mike, thanks for listening. You're the best. Let's try Tom, who is in Bridgeport, another regular. Hey, Tommy. Good morning, Jeff. How are you doing today, buddy? How are you? Very well. Very I need well. Uh, I, I need two of these four, Jeff. I need uh, Higgins, Davis, Corey Davis, Kirk Christian, or Antonio Gibson for a flex. Two out of four, none PPR. 
So in yeah, I'm gonna use I'm gonna say I would use Antonio Gibson and Christian Kirk Tom. I like Kirk right now in the Cardinals offense these days without Hopkins. He's a pretty solid PPR player for me. And I think a lot of times if you're reluctant about Christian Kirk, it just depends on your format. I feel pretty good about using him in most PPR formats. There's not too many times where I will be going against him. Let's try Lou, who is in Elk Grove. Louie, you're on the fantasy football show. Hey, what's up, Jeff? I got a uh, one point PPR. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need either Corey Davis, uh, Jarvis Landry, uh, Daryl Williams, or Alex Collins. All right, so you mentioned Alex Collins there. Clearly, he's likely to be the main man in the Seahawks backfield now that Chris Carson is going to have season ending neck surgery. But I'm a little bit reluctant after as bad as Russell Wilson and that Seahawks offense looked last week. I'm going to wait it out and see before I go ahead and use Collins just yet. I would still use Lou Daryl Williams one more week. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I think Daryl Williams has proven that he is just as capable, if not more, on the field than Clyde Edwards-Alaire. We've been waiting for Edwards-Alaire to break out in fantasy now for you know over a year, and he really hasn't shown you any reason that he can be you know uh, an elite running back who deserved that first-round status that he was given. So Daryl Williams, so when he gets out on the field, all he does is he, he gets the yards that are, that are in front of him, and I think that actually helps the Chiefs offense a bit. So I wouldn't be so quick to remove him from your lineup if you've been using Daryl Williams to this point. 312-332-3776. Half an hour more to go for you. And when we come back, I will give you a short list of wide receivers who may be available on your waiver wire who can help you out this week if you need them. That's next. The Fantasy Football Show with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. That's 312-332-3776. This is The Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000 and 100.3 HD2. Here with you every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Helping you set your fantasy football lineup and get that elusive win that you need here in week 11. Just make sure that uh, you lock it in every Sunday morning and uh, turn us on ESPN 1000 or follow us on Twitch and join the conversation there as well. My man J.R. Strauss beside me manning the Twitch channel so that a little more interaction and also Tyler Aki back at the shop holding down the fort. Uh, Okay, so I mentioned Ali asked a question about wide receivers, who you might turn to, and I'm looking through just the uh, percentage of rostered, you know, how... how, uh, how a uh, wide receiver is rostered in the ESPN leagues right now. And, you know, I'll give you a few uh, guys who may be out out there in lesser leagues. Rashad Bateman, I think without Marquise Brown, um, you know, clearly he's probably going to be the top threat for the Ravens today. So in a pinch, he's definitely better with Lamar Jackson as the starter. Not nearly as enticing as Tyler Huntley, but I will say, um, if you're desperate, I might still use Bateman if, uh, even if Huntley is starting because I think he's probably likely to be the le- leading receiver for the Ravens today. Michael Gallup, he's available in about 40% of leagues, just returned from uh, injury a- about a week ago. I think last week was his first week back. So he is somebody without Amari Cooper out there who could be a productive player for you. Also looking through in some uh, – in, if you're in uh, deeper leagues and you really have uh, need some help here, uh, Deontay Harris – a couple of Saints, actually. Deontay Harris and Traquan Smith are both available in, it looks like, 98%, 99% of leagues. So they should be 
out there and available for you. Deontay Harris, you know, listen, Trevor Simeon, you don't feel great about him throwing the ball to your receivers, but the reality is beggars can't be choosers. And I think Deontay Harris gives you that big playability. Traquan Smith, conversely, was targeted quite a bit in the red zone. I think uh, I think Simeon targeted him four times in the red zone last week. So I think if I'm choosing between the two Saints wide receivers, I would use Traquan Smith over Deontay Harris. But I think both are possibilities if you're in a desperate situation. Back to the phones, 312-332-3776. Let us try Will, who's in Brookfield. Willie, you're on ESPN 1000. What up, Jeffrey? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday to you as well, Will. You uh, you answered probably my question already, so I'm just going to give you the three. Uh, full point PPR, I need one. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Antonio Gibson, Devontae Smith, or Dar- uh, Darnell Mooney. Gibson, Mooney, and Devontae Smith. Man, uh <sighs> Boy, it you know I'm crossing Mooney off the list because for me it's all about Gibson versus Devontae Smith, and it looks like you know even though the Eagles are not throwing the, Jalen Hurts has been more effective because the Eagles have you know really committed to the run game as I mentioned at the top of the show. Jordan Howard and Boston Scott I think uh, have opened things up a little bit more for them. They've gotten ahead in games and they've limited the number of opportunities for Jalen Hurts to throw the ball, but they've done so and put him in opportunities where by limiting him, I think they're making him more effective. So the upside on Devontae Smith, I, you know, it's it's capped a little bit by the number of times they're throwing, but if Hurts is going to be a little bit more accurate with those throws, that is actually something I think you can build on. So um, it's, it's a long way of saying I think I would use Devontae Smith you know, but I, I I have to be honest. I don't I don't love putting the, uh, Antonio Gibson on the bench either. I'm surprised that will that you have uh, better running back options than Antonio Gibson. Yeah, but, yeah, we're yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but so I guess I would use Devontae Smith over Gibson, will, and uh, thank you for the call. But uh, boy, it's it's hard to say go ahead and bench Gibson because even though he hasn't been great this year, he looked a little bit better last week in still getting some of the goal line carries, so it's hard to say put him on the bench. But I guess I would use Devontae Smith over Gibson this week. Let's try my man Dave, who's in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. Dave, you're on ESPN 1000. How are you doing this morning, Jeff? Doing and I want to wish you all a happy, wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Um, and you got to take an hour away from Cap and Hoodie on Thursday so you can do a fantasy show on uh, Thursday, on Thanksgiving, so, buddy. You know what, Dave? A uh, little bonus for you. Uh, uh, so Cap and Hoodie, it is Thanksgiving, Turkey Day. They are off. But Dion Miller and I, who are today, we are out live at the PointsBet Sportsbook in, in Mount Prospect. We are That's Players Bar and Grill. That's the grill you want to look for. And inside there, the Points Bet Sportsbook and Mount Prospect. So come say hello to us today, Dave. But if you can't make it out, don't worry. On Thanksgiving, we're going to be there for you. Deanne Miller and I will be getting you set for Bears and Lions from 9 to 11. And maybe I'll sneak in a few uh, a few moments for the fantasy listeners out there as well, if, uh, if time allows, Dave. That sounds great. Hey, I lost... Uh... Marquise Brown today and, uh, and Cooper today. Plus, I lost Ridley a few weeks ago, so I had to do some waiver wire uh, pickups. Uh, I need to start two of these three in a PPR. I have Mooney, Agnew, and I got Claypool this morning on uh, off of waivers. Okay, not bad. Um, yeah, I definitely would use Darnell Mooney in this situation, especially with you know even with Allen Robinson out there. Mooney has been Fields' preferred target to this point, so I definitely use Mooney and then. I'll be honest, I think at this point, 
you know, even though I don't love the usage, I don't love the the quarterback throwing to him, I think I might have to pull the trigger and use Jamal Agnew over, over Claypool this week because at this point I haven't seen enough from the Pittsburgh Steelers passing game to, you know, make you feel comfortable about using Claypool. And the Jags have done their best to ensure that Agnew gets, you know, his four to five touches. And he's been able to find a big play out of those four or five touches each week. So I think you go Mooney and Agnew this week, Dave. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you for the call. Let's try Ken, who is in Beverly. Hey, Ken. Hey, Morton. How you doing, guys? Um, oh, you're doing well. Quarterback question is uh, Jalen Hurts or Tannehill? And did you say Gronk is uh, active? You think he'll be So active? it sounds like Gronk is finally going to be back for the Bucks. You know, it's the Monday Nighter, so it's one of those things where I always, you know, throw out the caveat, you know, if you're, you know, waiting it out, if you don't have the – if you don't have like Cameron Bate as uh, Bate, Bates as an alternative on Monday night, and you don't want to wait it out, maybe you're better. But it sounds like Gronk is going to be back on Monday night I, as of eight forty one Sunday Gis- morning. I have Gisecki, but I could pick up Bate uh, on Monday. So you know what though? Uh, is it PPR? Uh, yeah, PPR. Yeah, Ken. You know what? I think you still use Gisecki in that situation because that's actually the format. I know he he took the zero last week, right? But I do think Gisecki. Um, in a PPR format, is is somebody you want to continue to use? Actually, most weeks, I think I would probably, you know, use him over Gronk because if Gronk's, oh, okay. if Gronk's not scoring the touchdowns in the PPR format, his you know his value is uh, is lessened a bit. So I Gasecki's yeah. one of those few tight ends who's really a feature in their offense. So I would use Gasecki in the PPR Ken. Okay. and then I would use cool. I would use Jalen Hurts over Tannehill. Um, right now, I just don't trust the uh, Titans offense. The reality is that. They've been set up really well by their defense lately. So Jalen Hurts with his running ability is somebody who in in most for fantasy formats I'm going to continue to use right now because even if he's not throwing the ball well, he is running enough to make him a productive fantasy quarterback for you. Let's try Brian, who's in Crown Point, Indiana. Hey, Brian. Hey, Jeff. I need – I got a half-point PPR. I need two of these four between Tyra Lockett, Brandon Cooks, Rashad Bateman, and Brandon Ayuk. All right, boy, that is a mess, Bry, because they're all kind of right in the same area there. Uh, I think I, in this scenario, I, I definitely use Brandon Cooks, and then I think I'm going to go with Lockett. I know Russell Wilson didn't look great this week, but there's enough uncertainty surrounding the other two players where I think I would uh, I would roll with the Lockett. In, but admittedly, you know, I'll say this, Bry. That's a little bit more. You know, that's 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 welcoming the risk a bit more. So if you're if you want to be a little risk adverse, then maybe maybe you go Bateman. But I probably would go for the bigger upside and lock it. All right, thanks, Jeff. All right, thank you, Bry. Let's try Tom, who's in Romeoville. Tommy, you're on ESPN hey, One Thousand. Good morning, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, got a question. I got Chubb as my running back. Um, Keenan Allen and Devontae Adams are my, my wide receivers, so I need two out of the four for a running back and a flex. I got Michael Pittman, uh, Manuel Sanders, James Robinson, and Mark Ingram. All right, so uh, for me, Tom, I'm going to use Pittman, and as long as he's active, and it sounds like he's going to be, again, i got got to check those at 1030, but the Jags have the noon game against the Niners, so I would use James Robinson as long as he's active, and it sounds like, based on Adam Schefter's reporting from overnight, that it looks like James Robinson is likely to be active. So as long as he is, use him and Michael Pittman, Tom. 
We're awesome. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Let's go on out to Wakanda and say good morning to Jordan. Hey, Jor. Hey, hey, Jeff. Um, I know you've been talking earlier about uh, using Bateman over Mooney if Lamar is active. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to throw a twist in there, I also have Kadarius Tony. It's a it's a PPR. I need to pick one of the three. I am a little bit wary waiting for somebody on Monday night if I have options on Sunday, just because you never know if somebody's going to yeah. pop up on a COVID list or something. But no, that, uh, listen. Funny. Yeah, that's listen, Jordan. That's a that's a, that's a fair concern. Um, you know, you one thing too. I would be the good good news is like I'm thinking it through. The Giants haven't had any you know recent outbreak. That's when I really get concerned about you know waiting on a guy like that when all of a sudden someone on the, when they've had multiple players on the team who they've placed on the COVID list. That's when I really start to get worried, especially if it's somebody in their same position group. You know, because they've been having meetings and close contact. But for Tony, the biggest problem for me is that you know. You know, because he's been dealing with an injury injury himself, he really hasn't had the opportunity to be as you know he had that one monster game. But with the Giants, it's one of those situations where I can't trust him just yet. I would use uh, Bateman if Lamar's healthy, Jordan, and if he if if Lamar's out, then I would use Mooney, and I wouldn't wait on Tony this week. I would want to see Tony go out there and be productive again before I'm uh, before I feel good using him over those two other receiving options. Gotcha. All right. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Jordan drops off, which leaves a line open for you. 312-332-3776. One more segment to go here on The Fantasy Football Show. The Fantasy Football Show is back with a guru of fantasy football, Jeff Meller. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Dial us up at 312-332-ESPN. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. That's 312-332-3776. This is the Fantasy Football Show on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Hanging out right now at the PointsBet Sportsbook in Prospect Heights as uh, I get set for the pregame show coming your way from 10 to noon today with Dion Miller. We'll be here for you. If you want to come out and say hello, you can go ahead and do that again. Uh, the uh, PointsBet Sportsbook at the Players Bar and Grill in Prospect Heights. So make sure you come out and see us at the uh, intersection of 21 and 45. So say hello, but that's coming up at 10 o'clock. Until then, wrapping up the fantasy football show with you here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. 312-332-3776. And always, you can also hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. All right, let's try Ron, who's in Schaumburg. Ron, you're on the fantasy football show. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Ah, yeah, happy I'm early in, turkey day to you, Ron. Yeah, I'm in a, in a real dilemma. I just uh, picked up uh, Latavius Murray, got mm-hmm. rid of Chris Carson. Mm-hmm. I also had Henry, and I'm devastated at running back. My other, my choice is Murray or Boston Scott or any other suggestion or running back that I might be able to pick up off so, the waiver wire. I mean, we're like I, deleted. Ron, I would definitely go ahead and start. Latavius Murray today. Um, I expect him to, you know, if not be the lead back, definitely. I think he'll probably split carries with Devontae Freeman. So I would definitely start Latavius Murray. And I think, honestly, Ron, 
with Miles Sanders returning, even though I've liked the way that Boston Scott played, if you're in a pinch and you need to drop somebody, I think it's okay to drop Boston Scott if you don't have somebody who's easier to drop on your roster. And um, I, is Dante, if Dante Foreman's available, Ron, I think he ha- showed enough last week where he might be an option for you to use going forward, especially if we see more from him today. I mentioned him that, uh, earlier in the show. I think he could be becoming the uh, lead back in that Titans backfield. He looked uh, like he had some explosive ability that Adrian Peterson maybe did not. So uh, check to see if Dante Foreman is available in your league. Let's try TJ, who's in downtown. Teej, what's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? Good morning. All right, I have a flex question. Oh, no, tight end, I'm sorry. Fairmouth or Dawson Knox? Yeah, I think uh, at this point, TJ, I would use Dawson, Dawson Knox. I know Fryermuth uh, has looked pretty good lately. Of course, you know, sands the fumble that he uh, that uh, really cost the Steelers yeah. the opportunity to win it at the end exactly. of the game. But I want a piece of that Buffalo Bills passing game. And I think, you know, last week was an opportunity for Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox to kind of reacclimate himself. I feel better about using him now a week removed back from injury. So I'd use Dawson Knox over Fryermuth, TJ. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Let's go on out to uh, South Barrington and say good Sunday morning to Eric. E, what's going on? Not much, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I just want, I got uh, three players. I need two of them. Non-PPR, Christian Kirk, uh, Michael Pittman, or Pat Byron. Yeah, I'm definitely. I think for me that's pretty easy, Eric. I would go Pittman and Kirk, and um, you know, with uh, with Ben back, I guess that's better than Mason Rudolph. But the truth is that you know, I haven't been in love with the way Ben Ben um, has been playing uh, football this season. Oh, actually, the last couple seasons. So I think uh, Pittman and Kirk are pretty easy calls for me. Let's go on out to Minneapolis. Brian is uh, up early with us. What's going on, Brian? All right, hey my man, uh, dig your work. Um, I've got a I got a pick two situation out of three. I've got uh, Hunter Renfro, Rashad Bateman, and Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, and it looks like you, it's a PPR format, right, Brian? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to say I would use Emmanuel Sanders and Hunter Renfro in this situation. I do like Bateman, but um, I, I guess you know what. If Lamar's I mean, uh, actually, uh, Brian, I'm going to change that. If Lamar's playing, I'd use Bateman over Renfro. If Lamar's out, it. then I would use Renfro over Bateman. Cool, man. I appreciate it. No problem. And, uh, and again, don't worry. Keep it locked here on ESPN 1000. We will have, I, I promise you, we will be discussing Lamar Jackson, Deion Miller, and I will be uh, quite a bit during the pregame show. And if we have to pivot and talk quite a bit about Tyler Huntley, we will do that. So we will let you know what the status of Lamar Jackson is as the inactives roll in right around 1030 this morning here on ESPN 1000. Let's go on out to Dyer and say good morning to Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. How about you? Good, thank you. I got Carson Wentz or Russell Wilson. Yeah, so I think it's a tough matchup for Wentz, but after what we saw from Russell Wilson where he was limited to the point where he couldn't take a snap under center, and I mean, I guess, you know, there are reports that he's in the fingers doing even better as you would expect a week removed, but I I don't know how you could watch that offense and feel good about using Russell Wilson. So until Russell Wilson, I think, proves to us that he's back and capable of what he is, what we know he is, I would continue to keep him on the bench right now. I'd use Carson Wentz, who's been a pretty solid player for most people in fantasy this season. So I'd go ahead and use Carson Wentz today, Courtney. All right. Thanks. And All right, have a thank nice Thanksgiving. You do the same. Thank you, Courtney. Let's try Julian, who's in Vernon Hills. Hey, Jules, what's going on? 
Hey, good morning. Um, two quick questions for you. I know, I think Miles Sanders is game time. I don't know if he's returned yet, but uh, Miles Sanders or Jeff Wilson in San Francisco because Eli Mitchell's out. Yes. And then Cam Newton or Justin Fields. So I would say I would go ahead and uh, advise to use Fields right now. I, I love the fact that he's been running more. Uh, we saw, you know, I mean, listen, against, I know the Ravens' defense is a, a defense you can take advantage of in their secondary. And we saw Justin Fields look pretty good against a really good defense in Pittsburgh last Monday night. So, uh, you know, with not knowing what Cam is capable of, I mean, truth be told, like, let's be honest, he was, he was chilling at home. A week and a half ago, so <laughs> the fact that uh, you know he's the starter now, let's let's Justin Fields definitely the play there, and then you know, listen, it, you call the fantasy football show, you you uh, you offer up a Jeff. I'm going to give you a Jeff. Jeff Wilson would be my choice over Miles Sanders. Um, we do expect Miles Sanders to be active, but I like the matchup against Jacksonville today, and I kind of want to see how Nick Sirianni uses Miles Sanders going forward because I think there's a possibility we see more. Of uh, you know more of a rotation with Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. Let's quickly say hello to James, who's in Norwood Park. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, how's it going, Jeff? Um, Good. I got a flex question at PPR league: uh, Devontae Freeman, Claypool, or uh, Galladay? And you need one of those options. Yes, one. Boy, it's tough to recommend using Galladay right now until you actually see him be productive on the field. So. Uh, I think I would recommend using Devontae Freeman against a Bears defense that is clearly beaten up. You know, we know Khalil Mack is done for the year. Akeem Hicks uh, not looking like he's going to be active today. So against a team that I believe is going to be someone who could the Baltimore Ravens can run on, especially if Lamar's out, I would imagine Devontae Freeman will have a fairly big workload. So I'd use Freeman today, James. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Thank you. Let's uh, one last one here. Let me try again. You know what? You get preferential treatment if your name's Jeff. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Jeff in Jacksonville. You're our last caller this morning. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, Mello. How you doing? Um, Good. Got a question. I'm in a super flex league. Um, I'm already starting Tua. Now, my Mm -hmm. dilemma is with Lamar. If he can't go, would you go with Baker or Russell Wilson? Boy, so you, know, you know what? That's, I think, where I draw the line on benching Russ. I would use Russ this week over Baker. I just, you know what? The shoulder injury um, is, is limiting him too much. I'm concerned about using Baker Mayfield. I guess I would I would roll the dice on Russ if uh, Lamar is out, Jeff. All right. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thanks for calling. Folks, don't forget, every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m., I'm here for you, 312-332-3776. Make sure you wake up early with me every Sunday morning. This is the Fantasy Football Show, as always, presented by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Stick around. In one hour from now, Dion Miller and I get you set for Bears and Ravens. We'll do that. Talk to you at 10.